believe. I believe. Okay, we're live here on Facebook. I'd like to welcome those listening on in podcast land. Hello, podcast land. How you doing? It's your boys, Mike and Rich. Hey, we have a Twitter. We have a Twitter now? Yeah. Are, okay. you, are you on Twitter? You got to get I, on Twitter. I have, I have a Twitter handle. I just don't use it. Uh, yeah. I, do you use the Mr. Rich or do you use the other one? Because you had two at one time. You have. I had two? I think so. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I think I used the Mr. Rich, I think. Okay. Um, Mr. Rich 925, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I'd have let, to check that. Let me... I'm going to get on Twitter and I'll... Uh, yeah, this is an entertaining TV. Cause, or, yeah, sorry, folks. Uh, do I, does it? Ah, I didn't. Okay. Anywho, um, Mike, how was your week? Uh, it was good. I'm, I'm learning. There's lots of stuff I'm learning about, uh, with the new job. Um, yeah, but kind of a long week for me is, uh, Working ten-hour days to make up for a um, um, to help the department out. So I only got one more week left of that, and then I get to return to my normal shift, which I'm actually looking forward to. Are they? Uh, and, are, are you still good for that week? The two weeks? Like, is that still looking like yeah. you're going to be able to? Yes. Are you getting the whole day off, or just the a part to, day? To be determined. Okay. To be determined. Um, but that the, we'll, we'll worry about that. We'll cross that bridge when we get there, Mike. So, um, so while you're, um, by the so way, ahead, if you're ahead. if you're looking for us on Twitter, it's balls underscore sticks. Okay. Balls, balls underscore sticks. sticks. Yes. Okay. And I will send you the password so you can get on there and tweet if you would like. All right. Uh, yeah, Mister oh. Mister Rich nine two five is your Twitter handle that I have okay. on here. I don't know if that's yeah. the one you use, but I'm pretty sure I think you had a second one. Uh, I might have. Anywho, Mike, let's go ahead and get into the show. Okay. Um, go ahead and get into the show. So uh, we'll oh, be uh, crap. looking at the... Uh, what? I don't have my iPad, so... Oh. I'm, I should be able to make this work. I actually have a way to make this work. We, you right. just have to draw it out a little bit and do things. All right. So anywho, while, while Mike's getting that ready, I'll go ahead and give you the brief rundown of what we'll be talking about today. Uh, we'll be starting off with the NCAA tournament, kind of giving a shout out to how our NCAA pool pick'em is doing for the folks that uh, signed up and are playing along with Mike and I. And we'll kind of be looking at the surprise teams of the Sweet 16 as well. Yeah. Uh, then we'll be going into the NASCAR corner, which uh, we have a sponsor now, so we'll be able to give them a shout out. Yeah. And as we'll be looking at the Bristol dirt race this weekend. Yep. That's this weekend. And then we'll be heading over to the diamond where we are going to give you all of our predictions for, for baseball this year, which will include division winners, wild card winners, league championship winners, league championship series matchups and a winner and our world series prediction. So stay tuned for that. Feel free to, um, if we have anybody watching live here on Facebook, feel free to put in the comment section who you think will win each American League division. Um, and we will make sure to shout out your predictions once we get into that section of the show. 
as well as talking some Cubs baseball like we normally do yeah, during you, the baseball season. Okay, and, and we did you mention that we have some quick hits? We have a lot of quick hits this week, folks. A lot of good ones, too. Uh, fun stories, yeah. couple sad stories, and uh, maybe a over-crazed maniac that, run, that owns a team. Maybe. I think those all are... That at- all that and more on this week's episode of Balls and Sticks of the Podcast. So, Mike, there he is. Broadcasting live from somewhere in Iowa, this is Balls and Sticks the Podcast with your hosts, Mike and Rich. Woo, I made it work. Nice job, Mike. I was trying to set you up where, well, do you know what time it is now? Or do you know what we have to do now? I know you did. But but you hit the button too soon. I yeah. couldn't even finish it. I know. I was there. I listened. I was trying to pay attention. I just was trying to get the technical stuff working. Okay, folks. Um, so uh, this week we had a poll question like we always do every week. This week's poll question is uh, was our number one seed versus our number 16 seed. Field of Dreams versus Coach Carter. Rich, uh, I I mean, we knew the way this one was going to go, but I think we both I, – I like both of these movies. I do. I, I like both of them. Yep. But if you put both – if you put both movie cases in front of me and said, all right, we're going to watch one of these movies tonight, I'm going to pick Field of Dreams every time. Yeah. I'm, I'm coming around to that. I was not – I was the guy that thought just because it's uh, just because it's about Iowa doesn't mean we, you gotta I gotta be a fan of it, right? Well, no, it's it's true you don't, but it is one of those movies that if you're from Iowa, you should probably watch, and if you're a sports yeah. fan, you should probably watch, and if you're a exactly. sports fan from Iowa, you should probably just love that movie. Yeah, so. and the people agreed with us, Mike. As even if you took our two votes out of the question, out of the yeah. equation, Field of Dreams still wins. Yep. As they won five to one, two of those votes were us. Yes. But still, so, it doesn't matter. We we're people. We get to vote in yeah, the poll. Exactly. So Field of Dreams will move on and will remain the number one overall seed and will face the lowest seeded lowest seeded movie. Yep. that wins when we go into the second round yeah we we are reseeding every well we're not changing the seating we are just changing who matches up with who versus for which seeds make it out so yes so this week's matchup mike is going to be number eight seed dodgeball yep versus number nine seed the karate kid series okay so you, Man. so if you want to include Cobra Kai into that, into your rankings of what, if you into and kind of incorporate it as the Karate Kid universe, yeah, versus a one movie, a, a standalone movie, you may do so. Um, so I think that this one's going to be a hard one for me, Mike. But uh, we'll have to uh, discuss this one next week. Not that hard for me. I know which one I'm going to pick. Um, I won't tell you now. Exactly. I'll let That's you see on the week. vote. Next week, though, we'll have that for you. The results and a new poll question like we do every week. Rich. Oh. Yeah. I've been talking N- about it for a while yeah. now. The NCAA tournament. And I've said it 
on this show. I've said it uh, in general. Um, I've I've said it on Twitter. I've said it on Facebook. The Big Ten pooped the bed. Yeah, that, that they really did. I mean, it, it started. It started in the first round with Ohio State getting knocked off by what appears to be a really good Oral Roberts team. Yeah. But then you saw, correct me if I miss one, Mike, but then you saw Wisconsin, yep. Wisconsin lose in round two. You saw the Illini lose in round two. Um, I mean, everybody. Maryland, Maryland, Maryland and Rutgers also lost. And Purdue. And Purdue. Yeah, Purdue lost in the first round. In Sorry the first round. Um, there were nine Big Ten teams that went into the tournament. And only one of them is left standing. There were, of the top eight seeds in the tournament, mm-hmm. do you know how many were Big Ten teams? Give them to me, Mike. Four. Four. Illinois, Michigan, uh, Iowa, and... Ohio want, State. And Ohio State, State yeah. State. Yeah. All of them knocked out by the time... By the sweet, all knocked out by the sweet before the sweet sixteen. Yeah, all of them. Yeah, like, my brackets. I, I don't know about yours, Mike, but I my brackets just gone. Everybody's brackets busted, and why? Because the because the Big Ten doesn't show up in the tournament. I I've I said it on this show multiple times. You can go back if you want to go back to our archives. They might not be on whatever platform you're listening to. If you're listening to uh, podcast in podcast land, but if you're watching on Facebook and you want to take the time and go over the years of us doing the show, or you want to go back to our, um, what was the, the blog talk radio? Yeah. Blog talk radio where we started. If you want to go there, you can see on blog talk radio. I listen, it's not a video thing, but you can listen on blog talk radio that, uh, I had said back then, that the Big Ten likes to poop the bed when it comes time for the tournament. That's what happens. Um, and and what happened this year, Rich? They forgot how to dance. They just they they never know how to dance. They just don't. And I, um, I uh, yeah, I can't yeah, I can't so, do so it know, anymore. Yeah. So Mike, I know both of us picked the fighting Illini to win the entire thing. Yep. They're out of it. So going into the sweet 16, who do you think is the team to beat? I mean, who's your new, who's your new tournament champ? If you had to play one, if you had to pick somebody, I didn't pick them because I didn't, I didn't want to admit it, but I mean, can you really go against Gonzaga at this point or Baylor, either one of those two teams? I think at this point you can't. I mean, I, I put those, I, put those by to by put both of those teams in my final four but losing yeah i losing somewhere along the way so yeah i, I, I can really think i'm cheering for blue yeah the maze in blue yeah at this point mike i am rooting for chaos so i am okay for for upsets galore and we have you want teams. oral roberts to be the big the the <laughs> the, the, the champion huh I don't know if I'm go. I would go that far, but you know, teams that I, I would love to see Loyola. Yeah, the random teams get into the Final Four again, and you don't have any number one seats at this point. Yeah, I would be okay with that. Um, 
I I want the blue. I you know, friend of the show. Um, David Hyvinga. Yeah, he loves the blue. He's a huge blue fan. Grew up in Michigan. Uh, David is. I I'm cheering for the blue for him. That's okay. That's what I got to do at this point. All um, right. So before we move on, Mike, let's go ahead and give a shout out to our uh, to the tournament pick'em pool. Oh man. Our current yeah. our current winner current leader is Mark with 42 points. And by projected points, if all the remain if all the remaining picks are correct, Mark would also be the leader in that regard as well. As his final four as he currently has all the final four teams. Wow. As he put USC, Alabama, Arkansas and Houston into the final four with Alabama beating the Houston Cougars for the championship. Yeah, um, you know, I, I don't know that I agree with that, but okay. Um, Rich, you want the good news or the bad news? Uh, it doesn't matter at this point. I know I'm in the eighth. You are projected uh, to, You are projected to get more points than me. Yeah. But you're not supposed to get above 100. I know. Really bad this year. Yeah. Really bad. Um, I will give a shout-out to my wife, uh, bringing up the rear. She did a bracket, though. And for that, thank you, Danielle. Good job on you. It's... Yeah. So tournament action continues today with yeah. Sweet 16 matchups, and uh, you can catch those. I think is it a Saturday Sunday matchup this week? Or Saturday Sunday Monday start? Tuesday. So okay. First round is Saturday Sunday. Second, uh, so it'd be the Sweet Sixteen is Saturday Sunday, uh, and then Monday Tuesday is the Elite Eight, and then next weekend is the Final Four, and then we okay. have the big game on a Tuesday, I believe. Maybe it's a Wednesday. I don't remember a hundred percent, but okay, yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, I mean nobody in our bracket is above Mark at forty two, which is kind of crazy. Forty two picks correct. Uh, that's crazy, man. That's what happens if when you go unconventional and maybe pick some teams that nobody else would to go to the finals. You didn't put any number one overall seeds into the final four, and that that strategy, if you want to call it that, worked. Yeah, man, I just. But I don't like any of it. So good on you, Mike. Good on you, Mark. Nice yeah. job. Good job, Mark. Is that All your right. dad, Mark? Uh, no, I believe that's... um. It's either my buddy, Mark Johansson, or Mark Malloy, my cousin. Our, uh, our okay. uh, cousin's down in Texas. Um, One of the two. Okay, let me, let me get back to... Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's Mark Malloy down in uh, Austin, Texas. Okay. Okay, that's I you know I don't I wasn't sure, but uh, good on you for that. Um, All right. So, Mike, do you see what's coming up next? I do. Is it a left turn? It is a left turn. And is there dust flying on this left turn? There might be some dust flying on the left turn this week. So if you're at the racetrack, don't wear white. Yeah, because we're heading into the NASCAR corner. Presented today by Triple I Sports Cards Incorporated. Check them out on Facebook. And if you're in the Quad Cities, go see them in person. Um, I think they're open. I think I read that. But uh, 
great guys, and uh, we'll share it on their page, and, and hopefully they or they might. I'm gonna see if they'll share it on the page and, and do some stuff like that. But yeah, check out Triple uh, I Sports Sports Cards Incorporated. Um, so fantasy NASCAR shout out. I think that's where we're at. Yes, the we're, fantasy NASCAR we're heading to Bristol this week. So, but first we got to do the recap and the fantasy NASCAR shout out. Uh, last week's winner was me. And then, yeah, you won. Yep. 177 points. And then you came in second and then Mm -hmm. Tony came in third. Solomon, you are bringing up the rear on that one, bud. Uh, but overall, uh, I'm still in last place by a significant amount. You're, you're closing that gap to move up to third place though, Mike, as you're only behind by... Just about 30, 30 points, I think. 33. points, I think. 33, okay. 33 points. 33. Yep. So, uh, Folds of Honor, Quick Trip 500. Yeah. Over at Atlanta, Ryan Blaney won on a late race pass of Kyle Larson. To... So, the streak continues of first-time winners in the Cup. In yeah. the Cup Series, we haven't had a repeat winner yet this year. Ryan Blaney came in first. My pick of Brad Keselowski came in 28th. Mike, your pick of Martin Truex Jr. came in 9th, making your lead between the two of us 5-1. to one. So it seems like the tables have really turned, as this is what almost happened last year between the two of us, is I just kept on, I just got on a roll like you're on, and yeah, just haven't been able to get anything done this year. Yeah. It's been tough. It's all right. Uh... I, it's not out of you know. I mean, I'm giving my guesses as best as I can, but uh, I know. And you're, so I think you're picking good guys. I just think they're having a rough time this year. So every time you yeah. pick them, so. Um, you, we we this, had an iRacing racing event this week. Yeah, we did have an iRacing racing event. It was the Bristol Dirt at iRacing. racing. Um, yeah, William Byron won. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't see. Did you get to? No, and, and do, I, I didn't get to watch it. Do you have any of who, how, like, Dale Jr. did? Because I know he did some uh, did it. I just don't know how I think him and Clint Boyer were, were in the race and broadcasting it at the same time. Okay. We're, do, we're doing broadcasting and racing at the same time, I think, with Mike Joy. I do not know the exact breakdown of how everybody finished. I only okay. took note that William Byron won it. Okay. And speaking of iRacing, Mike, yeah, they are developed. They have developed a street course that yep. will take virtual racers through the Chicago Loop. Yeah, and they have you will seen the video? I have seen. I I did see the video a little bit. Really, like quite accurate. Like the 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 video and and how you drive around there, quite accurate when it comes to, uh, the. Uh, the course and the buildings around it and stuff. They're making it, they're making it better. Um, they're still working on that, but yeah, it's going to be great. Yeah. The, uh, the key highlights is you're going to be taken down. They're using a uh, Lakeshore drive, Michigan yep. Avenue, the magnificent mile. You're going to see uh, grant park, yep. grant park it within the race course as well. And um, they are actually going to use that in the pro invitational series for a June 2nd race. Yeah. So, so that'll be kind of interesting to to see. Yeah, and I'll shout out a couple guys that uh, that I know that race Solomon Stroop and Chad. Uh, 
I never remember his last name. It's a weird last name, too. But anyway, uh, he knows who he is. Musco. Yeah. 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 So that so they NASCAR I Racing will be putting that into the courses that you can race on virtually as well. They yep. have not, not announced when that when they will make the course available yet, though. Yeah. Um, yeah. Chad Mikos. Uh, he actually has it on his channel, the the official Windy City Road uh, course, and it's a man. It looks great. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Uh, again, one thing that's great about the virtual NASCAR, a the courses tend to be quite good. Like they they've made it, and and when you when you watch stuff. Uh, you find out like when you when you watch these iRacing ones, you actually find out that um that people have um th- that people have th- that the racing is actually fairly realistic um and kind of cool Ooh. and uh and so I you know I'm I'm all good with it like. But they can also do things like this road course that you couldn't actually ever really do in life because it takes you on interstates and it takes you, like, through areas for which you could not shut down the city of Chicago for that long to have a race. Um, But, man, looks good. Kind of exciting to see. Uh, They're building – I mean – they're having to build out the buildings and stuff like that and, and get stuff so that they can have it ready to go. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the, that dev team is working hard on it. And uh, I can't wait to watch it maybe even race it someday. So, mm-hmm. All right, Mike. So are you ready to uh, get dirty and talk about this this week's race? Yeah. Which is the Food City Bristol Dirt Race. Yeah. So uh, before we give you our predictions, though, I did do some research and put some stuff on the outline with drivers with recent dirt track experience. Yeah. And kind of use this information to kind of help you um, kind of give you some insight of who we are picking for our fantasy NASCAR drivers to watch. So it's already been confirmed that Kevin Harvick, Bubba Wallace, Martin Truex, Daniel Suarez, Chase Bisco, Ryan Newman, and Kyle Larson will race in Saturday's truck race uh-huh. on the uh-huh. track. And the following drivers participated in the 2000 and uh, participated in this year's Chili Bowl race, yep. which is a, um, a dirt track race out in Oklahoma yeah. that happens during the NASCAR out, uh, off season. And those drivers were Chase Elliott, Ryan Newman, Alex Bowman, Kyle Larson, Chase Bisco, Christopher Bell, Ricky and Ricky Sternhouse. And also it's been noted that uh, Kyle Busch, Joey Logano, Cole Custer, Corey LaJoy, um, Chase Elliott and Chris Busher raced in last week's Dirt Nationals in modifieds or late models at the um, at, at the Bristol Dirt yeah. Track too. And I think Austin Dillon was involved in that as well. Yeah. In one of those races, I so uh, so. Are you gonna be? Are you gonna try to watch any of this race? Oh, for sure. I told Danielle this is a race that you know I don't I don't genuinely watch every race. I would like to. I don't get to. 
Um, and I rarely get a chance to watch most of the races. But uh, this is one that I told Danielle that this is I definitely want to watch it. I'm going to even I might even try to watch the they're having heat races tonight. Mm-hmm. So I might try to watch those as well. Uh, we'll see. Look for the heat races tonight on FX1 and the and, uh, race, and the truck race and the truck race yeah. one as well uh, and tomorrow uh, you can catch the cup series race at uh, on Fox so um, Rich who are you picking for the uh, Food City Bristol Dirt 500 or I don't know how many they have not said how what the miles is it's just the Bristol dirt race so they normally um, they normally count laps on this one not miles because it's a quarter mile or half mile track so they don't actually put full but anyway um, yeah so I'm gonna go with Austin Dillon because he had a dominant performance in the and he actually won in his uh in his car category at the Bristol Dirt Nationals last week, and he seems to have some good confidence. You didn't in put him on the list race. of people that were that raced in it, but that's okay. I said him. I said his name. Mm. That he did. It's not on the list that I'm reading here. It, it is not. I I did forget okay. to have put that name. Um, but I... in 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 articles that I've read this week talking about what drivers are feeling going into the race and what their expectations are. Austin Dillon seems to be really positive and so that's why I'm going with him instead of probably race favorite Kyle Larson. Uh, yeah, I don't... Mm, uh, I have some disagreements with you on Austin Dillon. I, I won't share them here. Well, no, I will. Uh, yeah. Austin Dillon grew up as, family, as, as racing quote-unquote royalty not that his family raised, but it is grandfather was a car owner. Mm. Didn't necessarily come up in the dirty dirt tracks that most uh, most drivers come up through. Um, he kind of got fast tracked uh, into racing on concrete, which is why, I, like, I don't, I, I think he'll do all right, but uh, that's that's why I wouldn't pick Austin Dillon. Uh, but the guy I'm picking. The smartest man in NASCAR. Okay. Ryan Newman. Yeah. At this week, at this point, Mike, being down five to one, I just need my driver to finish higher than yours. Yeah. Yeah. To get back on the board. If he wins the race and gets me two points, great. But at this point, I, I need to get back on the board. So I'm going Austin Dillon. So, because we don't have our sound effects this week, you're ready to leave the track and head to the diamond. Yes, I am. Okay. Heading to the diamond. This week we are going to talk about, uh, we're going to give you our predictions because, uh, Rich, baseball starts on Wednesday. Yeah. You ready? So I I am. I'm, I'm hoping to find ways to listen to. I'm sorry, Pat Thursday. And Ron. Thursday. Thursday. Yeah, I'm hoping to find ways to listen to Pat and Ron. Um, yeah. Listen to Pat and Ron and. And yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to the Cubs. I, I'm still kind of torn on how they're going to do, but yeah. we'll get to that after we give you our predictions for each division winner. Okay, so um, let's start with the American League. Okay. Um, I will give you the division, you give me your winner, and then I'll give the winner. 
okay. American e- League East. We'll start there. I am not confident with this pick, but I'm going to go with the New York Yankees. Uh, I personally think that that is the best division in baseball this year. Uh, I think it's going to be the Rays. I like the Rays pick, and I, I, I was when I saw that you picked the Rays, that almost caused me to question my pick of the Yankees. However, with the Rays losing, um, losing Blake Snell, um, I'm a little bit hesitant to pick them, and they also lost their ace reliever uh, Nick Anderson. Yeah. For, until the all-star break but that team always finds a way to put the puzzle pieces together and use their maximize their pitchers uh, to their strengths rather than not i guess applying conventional baseball wisdom on how they use pitchers so that's the other thing that cautioned me not to use them is could their strategy of having an opener a lot yeah a lot of openers and pitching a guy until he hits the second the battery the batting order for the third time around and then taking him out can that strategy work over a 162 game season like they did over the 60 game season that they did last year yeah i like that that's a i mean that is a great question uh i i don't doubt that uh that's going to be an issue but i you know I still like the race. I like I'm the race. Not com- I'm really not confident with any of my American League picks, to be honest with you, Mike. I, Especially yeah. when we get down to the American League Championship Series. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so if we leave the East, let's head to the Central. Uh, Rich, who you got winning the Central? Uh, I'm going to go with the Minnesota Twins. Twinkies fan, huh? Um. Anyone in particular in on the Twinkies organization, or is it just that you think that they're going to put a put it together? I think that they have a good team this year. Okay. Um, I, they always find ways to win, and but they also find ways to lose in the postseason. Yeah, that's true. But yeah. so I, I I like I like their bullpen. I but weren't they we, weren't they the hot team last year? They were, and they kind of pooped the bed the entire year, not just in the postseason. So, I, yeah, I mean that it's before we went on air. I had the White Sox winning the division, but they lost star right fielder and Eloy Jimenez. Yeah, and for a couple of months with his shoulder injury, so that's why I swapped the Twins and the White Sox. Yeah, for the division and the wild card. I, uh, I too, I, you know, I still think the White Sox are going to win the division. Okay. So I'm I'm picking the White Sox. Um, AL West, I picked the Oakland A's. I like that pick of the A's. There's a lot of good young pitchers on that team. So if they can all stay healthy and you know the added bonus to to the how good that team is. What's that? They're not the Houston Astros, which is who I picked. Ah, red team. I know. Do they get the? I mean, they they get home. They get fans in the stand. Does that mean their their buddy, the trash can's coming back too? I don't think so. Okay. But with fans back in the stands, since fans couldn't boo them in person last year, will they have? Will, will they be in a hostile environment 
next year going, think, as they're going around the, the major league circuit. I think, oh, excuse me. I think when it comes to uh, Houston and home, I think they're going to be fine. But, yeah, I think they're going to be boot, boot a lot when they go out in the in the world. Okay. Especially probably in Yankee Stadium. Yeah, Yankee Stadium. And the Yankees. And, and Dodger Stadium. Yeah. I don't know if they play them, but if they – ooh, ooh. If, if the Astros and the Dodgers make the World Series, how great would that be? I just think if you're the if you're LA, you just come out like during the like while the uh, the the Astros are up to bat, you just take a trash can and bang on it just randomly. <laughs> Man, that'd be great. All right. Okay. So Mike, uh, who'd you take for one of your wild cards in the American League? Um, I think the I'm picking the Yankees. I really am. All right. I'm going to go with the Blue Jays. Okay. Man, the East is heavily uh, covered by us this, this year. Yeah. I think, I again, I, I said it earlier and I stand by it. I think they are the best division in baseball. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, those top three teams are going to be awesome. Uh, <laughs> it kind of drops off after that. but Okay. So, and your other American League wild card, Mike? The Twinkies. The twins, okay. I gave the White Sox the wild card as I as I said earlier. Yeah. Um I, I could I could easily see the Tampa Bay Rays making yeah making still making the playoffs as a wild card. Do you so do you see three teams coming out of the East? I could. I you know, I don't I, think it's out I of the could. realm of possibilities. Um especially because you're not seeing the the uh division only uh games or division and cross league interleague. Yeah divisional uh so you're 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 gonna see the white Sox have to play more than just the central they have to yeah so I mean, yeah i mean we talk a lot about with divisions that are tough and are like four deep or at least three deep of all that those teams are just going to beat up on each other so it's going to be hard for that yep. or maybe a third team to get a wild card but really except the maybe Except the American League West, all of those divisions, yeah, are gonna have tough matchups. We every yeah. there's at least among, in within the division. There's at least two teams in every division in in the East it. and the Central. There, yeah. the East and the Central are very strong. Their top two are amazing, are great. But you could easily have the third place team in that division could easily have the third and the fourth team in that division could easily win that division. Yeah. And so those two divisions are amazing. The West, um, I think I think personally Oakland's better than the Astros, and I don't think that the Astros are going to do as well this year. Um, I'm surpri- I am actually slightly surprised that you picked the Astros. Um I can understand it. They have, they still have a lot of good, a lot of good going for them, but, uh, really, I don't think they have a chance. I think it's the A's. Okay. But either- I, still, I do like, I do like the A's pick, but I'm going to go with the veteran team, but neither of those teams are great. No, neither of those two. Like I, n- we, I mean, Wow. I didn't even realize you you put them in the AL uh, championship matchup. We'll get to that. We'll get to we'll that. Get to 
but I don't right, think Mike. I don't think either either of the either the Oak, either Oakland or Houston will. I personally don't think either one of them will make the make a long run into the playoffs. Probably not. So I, I'm also really I don't know who to pick in the American League. I really yeah, don't know how to pick the national pick the American League. I know how to pick the Ameri- the National League. Yep, which is where we're heading next. National League East. Rich, what do you think? I'm going to go with the Atlanta Braves to repeat in the East. You know, I had I had picked them to win the East, and the Mets just kept making deals. They did. I, I really like the, they have a deep pitching staff. They're going to have... If we would have done this preview a month ago, it would have been the Braves for me. Legitimately would have been the Braves. But the Mets just kept making deals, and they look like they look like they have a team this year, like legitimately a good team. Uh, so I'm picking the Mets. Okay. All right. The down American the League West, Mike. I think it comes down to two teams. So which one did you pick? I think it comes down to one team. Okay. The Dodgers and the Dodgers, and I picked the Dodgers. I picked the Dodgers as well, but I don't I mean I really like the deals that the Padres made this year on top of building off of how well they did last year. Yeah, the Padres... Yeah. I, you're right, and I will get to the Padres in a second, but... Now, the the National League Central, Mike. And I'm going to say this, and I hate saying it, and folks, Rich can tell you that I hate saying this, the worst division in baseball. The worst this year. Do you agree? I don't know if it'll be. Yeah, probably the the, the worst. They are the worst division in baseball this year. Sad but true. Um, and because of that, like, but I say that, and I will. We're gonna yeah, but uh, it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be the Cardinals. All right. It's a, it's a, I, I don't fault you for saying the Cardinals. They, they have a good lineup and that yeah. they have a really good lineup and I like it, but I'm going to go with the Milwaukee Brewers. I, I don't see them doing it. I really don't. Uh, I, I, I don't like the, and, and, I changed something on here and you're going to, that's fine. That's fine. You see it and it will get there in a second, but yeah, our wild card picks. I'm picking the Milwaukee Brewers because I like much like how I, how I talked about the Rays last year with having, using their bullpen, using the strength of their team, which is their bullpen and also their defense. Yeah. They can string together wins. And I think that's what I see the Brewers doing this year. Yeah. I mean, I, if you look at you look at all that, the teams in the central. I, all of them probably have one good pitcher that you would consider an ace. Kyle Hendricks for the Cubs, Brandon Woodruff for the Brewers, Jake Flaherty for the Cardinal for the Cardinals, and then probably Luis Castillo for the Reds. And then we're not even going to get into Pittsburgh because they're they're in full rebuild mode. I thought I thought they offered you a pitching a starting pitching contract because they're that hard up this year. Not yet. Oh, okay. I'm waiting for it. You're, I'm waiting for it to come through. You've been working out, getting your yeah. Not enough. Not not enough. Okay. But maybe maybe enough to get, to earn a roster spot for the Pirates. Yeah. But once you if but 
the rest of those teams' rotations, does anybody have a legitimate like ace one B? Like no, like the Dodgers and the Padres do, and the hard thing is, and even the Braves. The hard thing is, and I I don't think so. Um, the the problem this year, and this is why I just changed what I changed, and Mm -hmm. and I, man, I'm so I'm so nervous about it. The Cubs starting pitching rotation has the potential to be not a one an an ace B. But a high two. I don't know if I can quite go a high two. We have guys that potentially could be a high two. We'll, we'll get to the Cubs later. And and so, yeah, I agree. Nobody in the in the central has a tr- has more than one ace, which you need, especially when you get mm-hmm. to the to the playoffs. Um, I think though, in the regular season. You don't need it as much. You kind of rely on going your full rotation. Uh, but, and and to your point, uh, you have guys that that you're going to end up in the bullpen much quicker in the in the National League Central than mm-hmm. maybe necessarily you would with the Dodgers or the or the Braves or even the Mets. Um, you're you're not going to have that that longevity of your starters. Um, now, theoretically, that could, maybe that is good. Maybe you see your starters get to through the rotation t- through two two times through the rotation. That's all you really need them for. It in, I mean, that's all that. I mean, we talked about that. That's what the Rays do by doing their jump into the bullpen quick. But again. I would agree. I don't trust, and I don't trust some of the the rotation in the central or in the bullpen in the central. So, we'll see. Yeah. So, um, so that's why I went with the team that I believe has the best bullpen in the division, which is Milwaukee. I. So that's why I'm going with the Brewers. You have talked me out of one thing that I put in earlier, or that I had earlier, which is the thing that I changed, which is where we're heading next. So let's get it the to wild cards. the wild cards. Rich, uh, we've already talked about it. The wild card, we have one wild card team that we both agree on. The San Diego Padres. San Diego. You know what that means, right? It means St. Diego. You yeah. Thought. So, Mike, who did you put down as your other wild card? I went with the Braves. Okay. And I went with the Mets. So yeah. We, I, so we flip-flopped the East, basically. Yeah, we flip-flopped the East. Honestly, the Braves... Uh, another friend of the show is going to hate us for that because he he always talks about how um, right, Rich Lively, huge Braves fan, mm-hmm. grew up in Georgia uh, when they weren't out in the mission field. Uh, he is a huge Braves fan. The problem is, and he, he complains about it every year, they, they have the names, they have the roster spots, they have the team that looks like they should be one of the best teams in baseball. And you know what they do? They, they don't show up in October. They don't show up in October. And they stall out mid in, in the second half of the season. They tend to stall out in the second half of the season. Hopefully that doesn't happen this year. But, man, must yeah, be playing they're, they're in that, playing in that Georgia heat. Yeah, I mean, the, the, I mean the, the just like the American League East, the National League East is probably yeah. going to be one of your better divisions in baseball as, yeah. as you also have 
who we don't have making the playoffs, the Phillies and the Nationals. Yeah. And the Marlins could do the Marlins come back to earth or do they or over a I think last their, year was a their... was a, a special year. I think they they benefited from the COVID. Okay. But hey, the COVID circumstances, but anything hey, can happen in there. The, I don't The see... other thing is is that they're going to be at full capacity basically. I mean, they're not yeah. they're not actual full capacity, but they'll get more fan they're they're allowed to have more fans than what they normally have at games, so you yeah, know. yeah, their limited capacity is what is the normal amount of people that show up anyway for Marlins games. Totally, yeah. Okay, so Rich, now we're gonna get down to the dirty, and this is where real predictions happen. Who's gonna make the National League championship? National League championship series. As much as I'd like to see Dodgers versus the Padres, yeah, I don't think that can happen because the Padres being a wild card, they would have to go up against the team that has the best record in the National League, which I think is going to be the Dodgers. Yep. So that leaves Brewers and the Braves. And I think that I'm going to pick the Braves in that matchup. So I'm going to say that it's going to be Dodgers versus the Braves. You know, I, I agree with your logic, but because I picked the Braves as a wild card and not the Mets. I think it's going to be the Mets and the Dodgers. Okay. And uh, the storylines for that one write themselves, don't they? They do. The Mets taking over the... New York versus L.A. Well, the Mets taking over the Dodgers' old stomping grounds. Because the Mets came in and right after the or right before and kind of took over the some of the fan base from when the Dodgers mm-hmm. hightailed it out of town. Um. Yeah, just going to be great. Uh, so, um, my American League championship matchup is going to be the Yankees over the White Sox. Uh, okay. I, I like it. I also put the Yankees there. I have no confidence whatsoever in this pick, and I think I'll be able to make a much better pick in the midseason around the All-Star break. Yeah, we'll, we'll for, visit these at the All-Star division, break. Yeah for both divisions and American league championship series, but uh, I, I hate this. I, I don't, I, I don't like it at all. I don't have no confidence in it. I'm going to go with the Yankees over the Astros. MVP, MVP, uh, MVP. Yeah. Sorry. If I was going to a, yeah, a game, where, if I, if I get to go to a game at all this year, I'm totally bringing a trash can and, holding it up and writing MVP on it and holding it up and saying MVP, MVP. Okay. Because this is the first time we're going to be able to do that. And uh, like, I mean, if if I get to go to games, uh, the games I get to go to are going to be, are going to be twins games. Mm -hmm. So uh, they, they will get to play the Astros at least a couple times. And if I get to go to a game, bring in a trash can. If you can get it in. Yeah, we'll see. Okay. Um, finally, that means we have to make our predictions. Who is going to make the World Series? Who's going to make it? Let's do that first. Dodgers, Yankees. Yes, that is correct. The Dodgers and the Yankees are going to make it. Rich, when the Wing- Yankees win, how are you going to feel about it? I don't I'm, I don't think they're going to win. I'm gonna, oh. I think the Dodgers, they're going to repeat. That rotation of Bauer, Bueller, and uh, <laughs> they, they Kershaw did. is going to be really good. They did make it's themselves be better this year. 
they, they made totally themselves made, better. made themselves better after winning the World Series. Um, I just I don't know that they're going to do it. And that Yankees team just looks good. They're pitching. They're they're depending on a lot of pitching coming back. Jamison Taylor, yep. the guy they acquired from from Pittsburgh, is coming back off of your whole Tommy argument. Your whole argument this this whole time we've been talking is look at the pitching, look at the pitching, and 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 I'm saying look at the Yankees pitching. They have a great I pitching know. staff, and yet you're saying the offense of the Dodgers is what's going to win the the World Series for them. No, I'm saying the, the the Yankees kind of have a suspect pitching staff. I think. Yeah. Okay. They're, I they're, think the they signed are... Corey Kluber, but this is yeah not world. This is not Corey Kluber. Oof. Ah. Uh, Corey Kluber three years ago would have been good, but not Corey Kluber 2021. Well, I I disagree. I think he's going to be great. I think he's gonna. Yeah. I think he's gonna surprise you, Rich. Okay. I I hope he does. So, uh, heading. So, so we've now given you we've given you all of our our good picks and our hot takes for that. Now we get to the Cubs. Yeah, not feeling good about this one, Rich. Uh, neither am I. I'm. I, I don't know what I want the Cubs to do because you know that because I think if they if they're on the fence yeah. to where the team is evaluating, all right. Do we keep the core together and see if we can make a wild card? Or, you know what, this team just don't got it. We don't care whether we're in a wild card position right now or their way out of it. I think they're going to go, they're going to err on the side of let's trade and rebuild rather than chase it, chase it, possibly chase a wild card. Yeah, a fire sale will happen. Uh, it's just whether or not it's going to be a good one or a bad one. I'm not yeah. sure. It's and that's where you exactly, and that's where you could see guys like Zach Davies, yeah, Chris Bryant, um, Chris Bryant, probably some of the bullpen guys being dealt away for whatever they can get. Probably, maybe even, maybe even Jake Arrieta, since he's on a one year, since he's on a one year deal, could yeah. be a could be a rental pitcher going out going the other going out of town as well. I mean, is it even a rental pitcher? Like, he's on a one-year deal. Yeah, but I don't think we're getting him back. No, I don't think anybody. I mean, it it depends on how he's doing. I I don't know if we will want him back, and I don't think we get him back. Rental deals are normally guys that return to you after you send them back to out to somebody. Uh, mm-hmm. And with that, um, so here's the thing: the the scary thing is is that it's contract year for half of the team. Yeah. Now. Uh, the hope your hope is always uh on your contract year to to light the world on fire and be amazing uh if all of our contract guys play like it's their contract year and show up like that we could have the best team in baseball def or offensively and even defensively yeah the problem is the pitching the the biggest problem Mm -hmm. is the pitching and when we look at that, uh, will our our pitching hold up, and will it be able to withstand uh, this year's barrage of playing the 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 entire league? And uh, are we gonna are our starting pitchers gonna show up at all? Those are the questions we don't know. Uh, Rich, do you have numbers? Do you have a win loss totals numbers or no? 
I I don't. I'm I'm thinking that they're going to be somewhere in the 80s. Uh, I think, and I actually maybe, maybe mid 80s. I did mid-80s. my maths wrong, but I think it's going to be 92 and 70. Okay, that's I'm I'm thinking they're going to be somewhere in the 80s, right, right around 500. And then some... because they're and because they're going to be around 500. That's I think is going to lead the front office to say, you know what, it's not worth not getting anything in return for these all these guys we have on one year contracts. So yeah. they're going to sell them, yeah, instead of keeping the band together to maybe win a wild card game so they can lose in the first, maybe either lose in the division round or the wild card matchup. Yeah, it's not going to be worth it for them. Is five hundred a successful season this year? As a Cub fan. I would say no, that that's not good enough with the talent that you have on your roster. Okay, Rich, you're not wearing a hat. I know. I was going to say. Take As your... a baseball fan, I would say no, 500 isn't good enough. Okay, that's, a, that's what I was going to say. If you if you take your Cubs fan hat off and look at it as an analyst, is, is the Cubs getting, let's say, five games over 500? Is that a successful season? No. Okay. I... Honestly, I don't think so either. I think they have the talent. I think they, I think they have the offensive weapons to be, to to win many more games than that. It's the defense that I worry about, or it's, it's the pitching that I worry about mostly. The de- the 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 defense, the actual defense. I'm not worried about any of it. But yeah, I mean, I but but personally, I think that the only way that they would buy at the trade deadline instead of sell. Is if they have the division lead? What because positions? Think, what positions do you think it needs to be? Pitching, relief pitching. I, I would. I relief would even, pitching, I would or even go maybe a starting pitcher. That. Yeah, um, but because the thing is, if they're not, because I think if they if they have the division lead, yeah, whether it's by one or two games or it's or it's a sizable lead. Yeah. I don't think that they could take the backlash or the negative publicity that would come out across the sports world and in the Chicago area if they said nope, we're going to trade everybody away. We're going to trade everybody away. We don't think this team can advance far enough in the playoffs. So do he, just a, a inside baseball quick question before we head on to our quick hits. Okay. Do they start trading off sooner rather than later? The reason I ask that, mm-hmm. you're not really going to get the backlash if you if you get a good haul, a great haul for Chris Bryant. Let's say let's I'll put Chris Bryant out there. If they trade okay. Chris Bryant before the All Star break, even now that's before that's well before the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. But let's say they trade him before the All Star break. The is the backlash still there? It I think it will all depend on what they get back, but also where they're at in the standings. I still think in the standings something they can afford it, even if they're in the lead, they can afford if they get a good enough haul back, especially if it's relief pitching. That's the key. If they get good relief pitching, uh I think you can let guy the guys go. Um and on that note, do you think any of those uh, guys on their contract year would be rental trades. Oh, uh, kind of like with Chapman when the Yankees traded him yeah. to Chicago and then he turned around and signed right back with them. 100%. I don't think so. 
I think if Bryant I think, leaves, I think if Bryant leaves, he's not coming back. I and... think it depends on where he goes and how it's done. Uh, I think Bryant maybe, but I don't know. I don't know that we we have enough to pay him to come back, um, and his agent won't let him. Um, Javi Baez is actually the one that I think is most likely to be a rental oh, trade, trade. Trade to the highest bidder, and then hope that you can. I think engage in contract talks with him in the off season, to I bring him back. I think he likes the Cubs organization well enough and he likes all of that. I think that would be to me, that makes the most sense if we're going to find somebody to be rental trade with. Okay, folks, we are running late. Do you have anything else with the Cubs that you want to talk about? No, okay. we, we touch base on the Cubs every single week during yep. the uh, regular season. So I'm sure well, plenty Man. to talk about there. So we Baseball won't need to talk about it in the here offseason. Again. Can't wait till Thursday. Yeah. So speaking of Cubs, our yep. first quick hit, Jesus Camargo Corrales. Yeah. Arrested in Colorado with for drug possession. Yeah. It was like something like 25 pounds of meth yeah. and prescription pills and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, he claims... He didn't know anything. He knew. He didn't know what no, was in the bag. He knew there were drugs in there. He didn't know how much. He thought it was just a little bit, but it was tennis shoes that he was taking, and he only got five hundred dollars. Yeah. For the deal, what do you think? I think if you knew there were drugs in the car, you knew there was some sort of drugs there. Yeah. I would have asked for either five hundred dollars more, or I would have brought a buddy there to split that $500 with and said, this isn't my bag. If yeah. hundred percent over. This is your bag. hundred percent. Um, you got to bring a fall guy with you. Yeah. Especially when you're, cause you, he was looking, I mean, he wasn't super high, but he was doing all right with that. Um, so that's our first quick hit. Why don't you give the second oh, one, Mike? Rich, you, know you, more of the background you did this? give the best uh, reaction to that when I sent you the first thing. Um, uh, uh-huh. So Rich sent me a gif of uh, Kitty Foreman saying, "Dumbass." <laughs> best, That's right. Best way to do it. Okay. Yeah, um, I mean, I mean, Camargo probably wasn't going to be with the Cubs this year, but he he might probably was going to be ticketed for Double A or Triple A, yeah. and now he's going to prison. Yep. Um. So Kyle Keimer. I'm going to say it that way. I don't know if that's how you say it, but I think that okay. is. Uh, a YouTuber, sports betting host uh, is what he does on there. And uh, he's apparently a professional handicapper, truly a professional Ooh. handicapper. Um, okay. Made a statement this week that said, and he said, Oral Roberts University will not beat Florida or I will get a tattoo. Rich, what happened this week? With Oral Roberts, Oral Roberts University. University beat both Ohio State and the University of Florida. He made good on his on his statement. He legitimately got a tattoo that says Oral Roberts University or Oral Roberts tattoo on his mm. butt cheek. Wow. He went out and permanently got Oral Roberts tattoo as a tattoo on his butt cheek. So at least nobody has to see it. I mean publicly. Publicly, no. But good on him. Like I'm, I truly do appreciate a man that is a man of his word and willing to go out and do this. He did it. Good for him. 
Yay, he got the tattoo. You can check him out on Facebook or on Twitter. You can follow the whole story. You can find it all. He went out and did it. The take did his his take did not hit, and he paid the price. Um, f- uh, next, we have that uh, the New York Knicks owner uh, Dolan. Uh, Dolan, what's his first name again? James Dolan. James Dolan, James Dolan. Uh, banned a fan or uh, kicked a fan out of Madison Square Garden legitimately kicked him out of Madison Square Garden. He was the one that made sure it happened for wearing a shirt that said Ban Dolan. Yeah. Ban Dolan. I think he should. I honestly, I think Dolan should be gone anyway. uh, But yeah. I mean, the, the security team that escorted him out of the stadium did offer him a free New York Knicks shirt. To take off that shirt or to put a brand new New York Knicks shirt over that. Yeah. I mean, the the stadium policy said that they didn't want, they found that a offensive or... Defamation de- of the team or defamation something? Defamation of the team I don't that care. violated their, their dress code on their private stadium. Yeah, and they asked her to either remove the shirt or put on a new one or be escorted, and he chose to be escorted out of the stadium instead. Yeah, good for him. Um, I think he uh, hopefully he's selling his Bandolin shirts and is making millions on it because I think legit that's going to be a thing. Uh, but uh, yeah, okay, we're gonna end yeah, I, on a sad note, Richie. Or yeah. um, these these are quick hits. Sorry, we're not getting too deep into okay. them, but. Uh, Last quick hit, Rich, you want to end on that sad, sad note? Yeah, Hall of Famer, Hall of Fame Laker, Elgin Baylor, passed away at the age of 86 this week. Yeah, um, one of the great ones. Like, nothing else to say but that. Like, I, I, oh, man. Sad to see him leave. Sad to see that. But uh, it does remind us, folks, that it, it happens. Um uh, we are all mortal beings, and at some point you're going to meet your maker. Are you ready to do that? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, Rich, people are listening to us in their ear holes as we talk. Mm-hmm. What should they do if they want to see your pretty face? Yeah, you, if you want to watch the, our recording live, you can head over to our to our fan page fans of balls and sticks or to our facebook page balls and sticks the podcast over on the facebook as we uh, usually record sometime during the 10 o'clock hour unless one of us has a scheduling conflict but we usually try to do do about sometime in the 10 o'clock hour every saturday yep mike if they only want to listen to us where can they find us you can find us anywhere you find your podcasts uh spotify Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, um, other podcasting things. I don't think we're on iHeart, but I know we're on like Spreaker and uh, Anchor and all of those places. So check us out there. Um, and uh, we will see you next week. Uh, any shout outs from you, f- personal shout outs from you, Rich? No. Okay. Um, nobody has commented on the show. Folks, if you want to be a part of it. that's where you do it um otherwise uh i think it's it rich you have a question for me don't you i do not but oh yes i do have a question 
What what's the time to do, Mike? It, is it time to roll the outro? Broadcasting live from somewhere in Iowa. This is Balls and Sticks the Podcast with your hosts, Mike and Rich. 